This message comes from NPR's sponsor, Patreon, where creators can build a more sustainable income source by giving their fans monthly access to exclusive community, premium content, and the chance to become active participants in the work they love. Check out patreon.com now. There's more to watch and read these days than any one person can get to. That's why we make Pop Culture Happy Hour from NPR. Twice a week, we sort through the nonsense, share reactions, and give you the lowdown on what's worth your precious time. Listen and subscribe to NPR's Pop Culture Happy Hour. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers. Hey, Ann. Hello. And Stephen Thompson. Hello, Robin. It's New Music Friday, and we're looking at the best albums out on June 28th, starting with the Black Keys and Let's Rock. <laughs> This is so good. The Black Keys' Let's Rock is the name of the album. The song we're hearing is called Low High. Back with their first new album together in like five years. These guys have kicked around with so many other projects. Dan Auerbach's name shows up as producer on basically every record you like from the last however many years. But they haven't come back as the Black Keys and put out a full-on Black Keys album in five years with the very appropriate title, Let's Rock. Clearly, it is supposed to be an exclamation. They've always, I think, been able to make music that's very bold and aggressive, but yes, yeah, somehow very understated. You know, it's you go and see them live, it's not like they bring a whole touring band with them to fill out the sound. It's right. just guitar and drums. I don't know, I sometimes lament, you know, when I watch an awards show, I'll watch an entire Grammys or an entire MTV VMAs, and you barely see a single guitar. And you kind of wonder, like, gosh, whatever happened to rock and roll? But the Black Keys really are standard bearers for the genre, and they're finding ways to, to strike some of those familiar notes while still moving forward. At the same time, though, I mean, there are a lot of direct quotes from other songs sure. on this record. It's like, you know, Bob Dylan quotes other songwriters. It's not, there's no shame in that game. There's one song here that directly quotes um, Don't Bring Me Down by ELO, but it makes it into a completely different thing. And that's what's cool, like taking from the past and making it new, even though you are signaling something really clearly. The Black Keys, their new album out now on June 28th is called Let's Rock. Uh, Let's go next to an artist I've just discovered and really, really fallen for. Her name is Gina Rose Bruce, and her new album is called Can't Make You Love Me.
Gina Rose Bruce is the artist. Her new album is called Can't Make You Love Me, and the song we're hearing is the opening cut, The Way You Make Love. Uh, a discovery artist for me, for, for you too as well? Yes, I live to thank you, Robin, and I thank you again <laughs> for yeah. introducing me to this artist. Really love her. Uh, a singer from Melbourne in, in Australia. This is her debut full-length record. Very much a, a breakup album she wrote in the aftermath of a relationship gone bad, and I, her voice just sends me. What I like about this record is that it has that inevitably will be compared to Mazzy Star kind of psychedelic drift to yeah, it. Drifts but it one. also has these lyrics <laughs> that are kind of sharp and a little bit sarcastic. And, you know, like that song we just heard, The Way You Make Love, the first line is, The Way You Make Love is a Talent. Just in and of itself, that's hilarious, you know, in a strange way. That is about as busy as this music ever gets, too. Yeah. It, it's So much of it is just really uncluttered. I, I want to play a little bit of a song called I Don't Think I'll Get Over You because it, I think, captures a, a vibe that you hear throughout the record. It's just the thought of someone else makes me sick. Just the thought of you Tears me It takes time I know But I'm tired of letting go No I don't think I'll get over you I mean the pace and just the the solitude and the spareness it's almost suffocating to me I think that undercuts the vulnerability that's, that's going on here. I mean, so many of these songs are about a broken relationship and recovering from that, that undercutting it with a certain amount of dryness and wit helps provide a necessary balance. Listening to this record, I just felt like, man, it's such a shame. Like, David Lynch made that third season of Twin Peaks just like a year too soon. Yeah. Because she should have been playing in that bar. Yeah, at the end of, a, at end, of a, end of an episode. Gina Rose Bruce, a fantastic artist from Australia. Her new album out now is called Can't Make You Love Me. Let's go to something that I've been completely fixated on this week, the new album from Tom York. It's called Anima. Tom York is the artist. His new solo album is called Anima, and the song is called Twist. Obviously, he's the frontman for Radiohead, and this is his third solo album. And it's got a short film 
to go along with it. Yeah, and I highly recommend it. Oh, uh, my God, it's as, so good. As of this taping, you can just go on Netflix and watch it. As, as you said, it's a 15-minute short film. It is directed by Paul Thomas Anderson and filled with a lot of that rich kind of cinematic imagery that you would expect from Paul Thomas Anderson. And to me, it really deepened the experience of hearing three of the songs from this record. The short film has Not the News, Traffic, and Dawn Chorus, which is this very dreamy and evocative ballad. Actually, just to give a sense of the textures on this record, Robin, can you hit a little bit of Dawn Chorus? And I I think seeing that rendered as a video really deepened the experience of that song, which kind of passed by as like, oh, that's pretty. Yeah, it's a very artful piece, but it's essentially a love story. Uh, A man on a train uh, sees a woman and then spends the next 15 minutes searching Searching for her and trying to reconnect with her. And it stars Dejana Rancioni as one of the dancers and the woman he falls for, and, and that's Tom York's real-life girlfriend. It's a very beautiful and very dark and very twisted story. And he dances in it. The choreography in this is just, I think, absolutely mind-blowing. Uh, the choreographer is Damien Gillet, and it is just the most surprising, breathtaking moves. I, I, so unexpected. The way he built these songs using loops and other electronics, I think, is really interesting. He said he was inspired by Flying Lotus for this record, yeah, and I really hear shows. That. Yeah. The album is out now as well as the short video, and anyone who has Netflix should definitely watch it. I, I think I watched it four or five times. Yeah. It's only, like you say, uh, it's like 15 th- it's minutes. It's like 13 minutes plus credits. Right. Yeah. yeah. Tom York, the album is Anima. Let's do one more album before we take a break. This comes from the rapper Freddie Gibbs. His latest project with Madlib is called Bandana. Industry got you sleep, but bitch, I woke, I know the devil. These niggas be falling off every day like Ace Hood, Rolly Bezel. Niggas don't understand the 360 mean a percentage of every income stream. That record ain't the one on others. You triple your management and your legal team. Uh, I'd have been dropped before, talked about it, rolled off before. Hard on my sleeve in the ATF and my mama, though. The small door told me, Freddy, fix up your posture, bro. Walk tall and never show niggas more than they gotta know. Real G's moving silence like Giannis. My grief freak, we did a menage with a friend and say Thomas. From 50 carats in my pendant to change up the climate. Repaint all the whips to coke. Cane all in the blood, shots to the brain, snow on the bluff. Calls for a truce, but truce came with snuff. Bodies hit the pavement, money came for months. I wasn't paid. Cane paid the bills, pink house the sweet. Sugar on the hill, some will get free, but most will get killed. I'm just doing me, and me, I'm doing steel. This is Freddie Gibbs with Madlib. His new album is called Bandana, and the song we're listening to is called Yanis with uh, Anderson Pack on it. And joining us to talk about this one for the first time ever is NPR Music's Bobby Carter. What's up? You've worked here 20 years. How have you never been on this show? How have you never been on this show? Like Freddie said, real G's move in silence like Giannis. (laughs) (laughs) Freddie Gibbs, he's dropped a, a new record every year 
either as a solo artist or collaborating with someone for like six years now, yeah. since like 2013. Um, and here he's with Mad Lib, and I know you're really loving this one. Yeah, fans of this project, they were, we are surprised that this day has finally come. <laughs> like you said, Freddie drops solo projects, he drops collaborations year after year. But the question is, when is the follow-up to 2014's Pinata? Um, there's been a few setbacks. Obviously, you know, Freddie was detained in an Austrian jail in 2016 on uh, sexual assault charges. He was later acquitted, but he sat in jail in, in Austria for four months. Um, and so that was a big setback. And then there's this, this, the Mad Lib side, which is Mad Lib moves on his time and his time only. He doesn't come out much. He doesn't move to an industry standard or industry B. He works at his own pace. So it's just taken forever, uh, but we're finally here, and it is well worth the wait. He takes on a, a lot in these songs. You know, he takes on sort of the ravages of drug use, yeah. um, the education system, yeah. police violence. And despite all the troubles in his own life, he considers himself, like, really blessed. Yeah. It's so honest, and he comes to it from the street side. I mean, Gary, Indiana is not the best place to grow up in, depending on what side you're on. But he comes he comes from an honest place. He speaks for those people, you know what I mean? So it's a real honest thing, and the collaboration between uh, him and Mad Lib with the with the soulful, dirty chops, it's just a marriage made in heaven. I mean, he's talking about really gritty stuff. And you put that over a Mad Lib beat that's just unpolished and, and, and filthy. You can hear the, the record crackling. It just works. <laughs> yeah, that Mad Lib production, man, you can just swim around in it. And it's not of any era. Yeah. This is just something that he's never done before. You know, he's from the West Coast. You know, you got Freddie from the, from the Midwest. It, it's an odd couple, but it, it, it's so magical. And again, like the fans are just so happy that this, this finally is. Has, has, and he has, has some great guests on this album too, right? Yeah, Bobby? yeah, for sure. He pulled most deaf from under the rock. He got <laughs> Black Thought, Anderson Pack. Like I said, he has a crazy song called Palmolive with Pusha T and Killer Mike. I mean, the features are just so on point. And, and Freddie has elevated his his mic game for sure because he holds his own with everybody. And and, and quite frankly, he outshines a few of them. Freddie Gibbs is the artist working with Madlib on their latest project called Bandana. Thanks, Bobby. Thank y'all. We've still got a handful of new albums we want to play for this week's New Music Friday along with our lightning round of other notable releases. But first, we need to take a short break and we'll be right back. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Blue, creators of the Yeti Microphone. Blue helps musicians, podcasters, and YouTubers tell their stories and build their audiences. Raise your voice and get special pricing at bluedesigns.com NPR. Support also comes from BetterHelp. Online counseling by licensed professional counselors specializing in issues including depression, stress, and anxiety. Visit BetterHelp.com songs to learn more and get 10% off your first month. It's New Music Friday for All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers in Nashville and Stephen Thompson here in D.C. And we're looking at the best albums out on June 28th. We start the second half of our show off with the band Runaway June and their new album, Blue Roses. Got good at the drunk dial game Let it go a little longer than you should You call me up, say head my way Yeah, and I always would Wake up in your arms from the night before Pick my stilettos up off the floor I Walk a shame out your front door But not no more Cause these ain't my legs
giving us our weekly dose of country music. This one comes from Runaway June. The album is called Blue Roses, and the song we're hearing is Head Over Heels. Uh, and a country trio from from your home there in Nashville and uh, a new artist for me. Tell us what you're loving about this one. When I hear a country record that I think is going to appeal to people who don't live 100% inside of country music, I get very excited, Robin. And Runaway June, this trio, I just feel they have that spark that transcends the genre while it is still totally of the genre. Um, it's three women, Naomi Cook, Hannah Holland, and Jennifer Wayne. They're all songwriters and vocalists. They've been together for about four years, but this is their debut album. It will definitely remind some people of the Dixie Chicks, not just in the sound, but in the attitudes expressed. You could hear on that song, you know, it's very much about women's independence. And but also there's some very deep and poignant songs on this record. It is just the proverbial breath of fresh air. And if you like, you know, say Chris Stapleton, I think you will really love this record by Runaway June. Yeah, and I, I was really knocked out by this record, and I'm so glad you brought it. I wasn't familiar with it. Uh, I often hear new country music on country radio, which means I need to find, I have to come up with other ways to hear women sing country music. <laughs> That's right. And and you hear a song like Head Over Heels, which that little that little bit of wordplay in the in the title, I will confess, the first time I heard it, I gasped. <laughs> you know, the the wordplay on this record is on a like Roger Miller level. It's a terrific record. Runaway June is the band. Their new album is called Blue Roses, out now on June 28th. Along with the next record that I want to highlight, it comes from the singer Chris Staples, a singer-songwriter dear to my heart. His new record is called Holy Moly. guessing this is all we get chris staples <laughs> did he just did he just turn your diary into songs <laughs> eh, i guess this is all we get but you know it sounds like uh he's being you know very depressive on this song but i don't think he is on this record actually chris staples is the singer the album's holy moly and this song is called halfway over obviously him reflecting on the possibility that his life is halfway over or less but I actually think he's in a very beautiful point in his life on this record where he just sees life as this glorious miracle and it's, he's just full of gratitude and awe to be at this point in his life. 
I know he made this record very late at night. Wasn't he on some kind of crazy 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. Well, he recorded it in his garage and his neighbors were so loud during the day he couldn't (laughs) record during the day. So he would stay up and and do it late at night. Yeah. You know, he he went through a lot in the years leading up to this. He was in this horrible bicycle accident that left him with tens of thousands of dollars in medical bills. His girlfriend broke up with him. He was battling depression. He was drinking too much. Just last year, he says he quit drinking, and uh, he says that it has resensitized him to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, being sober has put him back in touch with his creativity, and you can hear him writing with this clarity and that he's just bursting with love. Yeah, and I think that fuels a sense of healing in his songwriting. Yes. I mean, his he had a record in 2016 called Golden Age. It was about some of those those same themes. That was kind of in the aftermath of that bicycle accident and some mm-hmm. other health problems. And this is in the aftermath of his newfound sobriety. And so you yeah. get a sense that even as he's getting older, he's gaining so much perspective and, and singing about it accordingly. I agree. You know, in that we were joking about that line, I'm guessing this is all we get. But right before that, he says, no. Nobody knows what happens next. It's almost like a Buddhist sense of accepting that life has changed. And I think that mood permeates this record. Chris Staples is the singer. His new album is called Holy Moly. Let's go next to this truly gorgeous record from Daughter of Swords. The album is called Dawnbreaker. Daughter of Swords is the artist. The album is called Dawnbreaker. Dawnbreaker, and this song is Jam. Such a beautiful record and voice. Stephen, tell us who Daughter of Swords is, and then we can get into why this made our shortlist this week. 
So Daughter of Swords is Alexandra Saucer-Monig of the group Mountain Man. Right. So Mountain Man first came out in 2010 with this lovely, mostly a cappella record called Made the Harbor. And the three women in Mountain Man were Alexandra Saucer-Monig, Molly Sarlay, and Amelia Meath. And uh, you know their, their voices blended really beautifully together. That record came out, and then they kind of drifted off into other things. This Daughter of Swords album is this very tender, fragile little jewel of a record. And Gem is the single, and it's, it really jumps out once you hit that gorgeous, just blooming chorus. But at the same time, it's very fragile. It's got that kind of ticky-tack little beat to it. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, gosh, it's just like somebody presenting you with like a handcrafted gift. When she made this record, she was working on a flower farm, and this record sounds so much like what someone working on a flower farm would make. Oh my gosh, yeah, and that's a compliment. (laughs) Really beautiful record from Daughter of Swords called Dawnbreaker. We have one more album we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, but as always, there are other notable releases that we should mention. Starting with the band The B-52s, they have a 30th anniversary edition of Cosmic Thing coming out. Uh, Foy Vance, the singer Foy Vance has an album called From Muscle Shoals that sounds exactly what you would expect it to sound like being called From Muscle Shoals. The band Summer Cannibals is back with an album called Can't Tell Me No. And the Appleseed cast has a really fantastic arty rock record called The Fleeting Light of Impermanence. I'm loving this new record by uh, singer-songwriter Erin Durant. She's from New Orleans. Her new one's produced by Kip Malone from TV on the Radio. Very beautiful. I think, Robin, you're going to fall in love with this one. Yeah, no, I love this one too, yeah. (laughs) And Ingrid Michelson has done an interesting thing with her new album, her ninth. Um, She's releasing Stranger Songs, songs inspired by the show Stranger Things. Well, I want to throw one more recommendation in for an artist who was just played on All Songs Considered, Outer Spaces, singer from Baltimore named Cara Beth uh, Satellino. Uh, her new record is called Gazing Globe. You get little Fleetwood Mac vibes off this record, and I, I, I really love it. I've been rocking that one in the car for weeks now. Uh, the Small Glories, a, a marvelous little uh, duo from Winnipeg that plays bluegrassy kind of folk pop. Uh, I find their music really infectious and charming. Their new record is called Assiniboine and the Red. And finally, the original cast recording from Oklahoma. Oklahoma just got a re- revival on Broadway that uh, won a Tony Award for, for its lead actress. Those who've been fascinated by that kind of recapturing of Oklahoma should check it out. All those albums out now on June 28th, along with the last one that we want to feature. It comes from Dizzy Faye. Dizzy Faye, the new album is called No GMO. I called you alter, lead me to your number, transition me to love and prosper. Yeah. 
The singer is Dizzy Faye. Her new album is No GMO, and this is the song Alter. And here to talk about this one is NPR Music Sydney Madden. Hey, Sydney. Hey, Robin. Uh, I have to admit, you you told me about this artist, and I listened. The first pass, I was like, I don't know. And then the more I listened and the deeper I got with it, it really got its claws in me. This is uh, a midweek drop. The mixtape's called No GMO, as you said, and it feels that way. You know, fresh-squeezed, organic, <laughs> biodegradable, life cycle um, fostering, you know, which, as I said, this is how the music feels. The songs, they really flow very well into each other and they still have a nice distinction about them and they allow you it's the type of music that just really sinks into the nooks and crannies of a habitat or Uh like sinks into the folds of your brain it really grows on you and she's very representative of a new attitude about gender and sexuality too i mean very much queer Um, Mm non-binary her identity is very fluid and you hear that in the music as well but my question sydney is what's happening in minneapolis because first we've had lizzo and now dizzy faye something's in the water Something is definitely in the water or somebody's passing around some secret sauce because it's all working right now. Earlier this year, there was another artist named Dua Sala who dropped an EP and Dizzy Faye has actually shared a stage with Lizzo before. It seems the community of artists and the fluidity and the exchange of ideas is so amazing right now. It's becoming a hotbed for change making. And I love what you said about her identity flowing into her music and because I'm really proud that we're closing out Pride Month by featuring a body of work by a queer woman of color, someone who's not binary. But I'm also pretty encouraged by the fact that to me, it feels like we're getting to a time where those things are not primary in your Mm -hmm. art form. They're becoming secondary. They're becoming, you know, the, the back layer of who you are. And it's not like we have a surplus of them. But it just feels a little bit more like the norm. And yeah, I think it's a benchmark of this generation for sure. The artist is Dizzy Fay, and her new mixtape is called No GMO. Thanks so much, Sydney. Thank you. Thanks, Anne. Thank you so much. And Stephen. Thank you, Robin. That'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. If you want to hear full versions of the songs we featured and a whole lot of other new releases from the week, check out NPR's New Music Friday playlist. You'll find it in both Apple Music and Spotify. You can also find it on our website, along with a list of everything that we discussed. Just go to npr.org slash allsongs. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Be well, have a great weekend, and treat yourself to lots of music.